Fierce Fan Media. <laughs> Just the two of us. We can it we try. Just the two of us. It's like my yeah. deep voice is really, really. Yeah, you're going into your lower register there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thank you, sinus infection. <laughs> yeah. So it's just Aaron and I tonight on the weekly wind down. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> um, so we're going to try and keep it brief for everybody. Aaron, are you even drinking tonight? I'm not because I'm on an antibiotic, but I'm high as a kite, motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker! Oh well, normally you just get real quiet and slink into the corner when you're high. Well, I have a I have a sativa cartridge. That's the goal. That's what what I'm using. So indica is when I'm like, oh, and then sativa just makes me feel like light and happy and excited. Oh well, you should always do that. I know, I know. I so the cartridges that I get, (laughs) they're from someone. I'm not gonna say who, but they don't tell me what it is on there so like I finally asked instead of just like picking one and hoping for the best I was like what is what um yeah so I I finally got it so I'm drinking rosé I'm really scraping the bottom of my wine fridge wow yeah (laughs) I need to go to the store I just well and my new order is ready at McGrail I just I gotta get my shit together man I mean, you've had a pretty stressful couple of weeks. No, everything's good. Everything's great. Ever everything's want to put your head in an oven? <laughs> Smell that gas. <laughs> Pull a Sylvia <laughs> I'm just kidding, everyone. I'm not actually suicidal. It was a joke. Head in the oven. I guess if everyone knew every single detail of what you're talking about, they'd all understand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so we'll start with some uh good news two proud boys were sentenced to 10 years in jail for their involvement in the january 6th edition case how do you feel about that i feel really good about it really really good about it like so ethan nording um he's a ground commander got 18 years and Dominic Pizzola, who was among the first rioters to enter the Capitol, received 10. So there, I wish, like, I wish I could make people on the right understand that this is indicative of not being like a, a, a witch hunt of some kind. Like, people don't spend 18 years in jail for nothing. Right. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm not talking about like, corrupt people who were wrong yeah 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 like these guys are on 50 different video cameras and you know like there was so much media around this that there's no mistaken identity in any of these instances i just think it's i don't know how the right continues to defend them when they're now going to spend 18 years that's an entire adult human Mm -hmm. well this is where like I always I and I don't I'm not saying this excuses them at for you know, like at all, but I always think like their whole mentality is we were only trying to get our government back and our country back, right? Like that's their whole mentality because they've been brainwashed into thinking the thoughts they think. But at the same time, it's like okay, but had we done that to you, you would want the same thing. So 
come on yeah. now. You you need to be you need to think like this is not the right way to go about it. A, you can't storm the capital of your own fucking yeah. country. Like that's not like a thing that we should be doing. So, it, regardless of how passionate you are about government and what's going on, like that's just not the right way to go about it. Like, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read some information about them. Okay. So, Nordine, uh, who once ran a Proud Boys chapter in Seattle, was granted so-called war powers in the days leading up to January 6th by Enrique Tario, the group's leader at the time. War powers. Like, that's... here. Here's one of the other aggravating things about these assholes. They they claim to be, like, patriotic and, and military-esque and stuff. That's not a... You're, you're not being granted war powers. Like, there's defined rules of engagement in more time and they're very strict they're stricter than what even the police department has to adhere to so it's wild to me that they take these types of liberties but uh through less of a though less of a household name than mr tario and some of and some of his other top lieutenants nordine rocketed to fame within the proud boys in june 2018 when a video of him knocking out a left-wing protester in portland oregon with a single punch the year before went viral Pizzola, a flooring contractor from Rochester, New York, is best known for having appeared in video clips from January 6th with scraggly beard and a wild mane of hair hammering on a window at the Capitol with a stolen police riot shield. The videos were prominently featured not only at the Proud Boys landmark trial in federal district court in Washington, but also at public hearings held by the White House committee that investigated January 6th. Pizzola was the only one of the five men charged in the case who was found not guilty of sedition, but the jury convicted him of six other felonies, including assaulting a police officer, a conspiracy to keep members of Congress from certifying the election, and the destruction of one of the Capitol building's windows. Aside from the sedition count, Nordine was convicted of two other related conspiracies, one that accused him of disrupting the election certification, and the other for interfering with members of Congress from discharging their duties. Like this guy's, he works in flooring. Like I, <laughs> part of me feels, I don't want to say bad for him. Cause he 100% did this to himself. Like he mm -hmm. absolutely drank the Kool-Aid. Right, like, right. He should serve his time. Absolutely. Right. But <laughs> I hope that this is a, a, like a, a warning shot to the people who have just, drown themselves in right-wing propaganda so-called newscasting to see what this actually does to your brain because i'm sure this flooring guy he's a blue-collar worker i'm sure he has a wife kids that he's just trying to keep fed and a roof over their head i'm sure right. he has friends he probably has a, a night out a night a week that he goes and, and hangs out with his buddies like he's a normal guy who got yeah. sucked up into this wrapped up into it right and now he's going to pay for the next two decades of his life. Like all for Trump. That to me, it, you traded your freedom. The, the better part of the rest of your life. Cause I'm right. He, he looks to be, and I could be wrong, but he looks to be about 42, 43 years old. Mm -hmm. You're going to have grandchildren by the time you get out of there. Their first visit with you is probably going to be behind bars. And for what? Right. For freedom for that you don't have anymore. Right. Like, yeah. oh. for what? For yeah. a guy who, it, it, he 
he's he's just raking in the cash spinning the same conspiracy theories and bullshit that landed you there to the guy who said he'd march over to the Capitol with you and stand up for your so-called freedoms and democracy that then just went inside and hid like a little bitch like for for what like that's when I say like I feel I feel sad for him and the what he got himself wrapped up into and I hope he serves Mm -hmm. every one of those days mostly because they need to be used as a as a looking glass for people to not think that they can do this to the government. Yeah. It's like, I was irate when Trump was elected, elected, but not once. And he not lost once. the popular vote. <laughs> right. Like we had more reason to rage. Right. He didn't, he didn't have. get as many votes as right. Hillary Clinton. Right. And not once did I think, you know what we should do? Fucking girls Capitol. trip to the Capitol. <laughs> Let's bust go. down the walls, Let's take Nancy Pelosi gear. hostage. Right. Like right. that just never occurred Let's to me. Shit on the walls. Let's poop and wipe shit on the walls. Like, are you fucking We have rules me? in a society, sir. Rules that you right. have to adhere to. God, like it just, it makes no sense to me. Like, I, and this is where it's so frustrating too, because what you always hear from the right is protesting and you guys shouldn't be protesting and they never they never stay peaceful and oh and then they riot and it's like but you guys did it to like the scale of just the worst scale ever imaginable like the women's march that happened after hillary wasn't elected like that was a peaceful protest right like that's showing right they did everything they needed to do because they knew we were doing this because we wanted to show that we were not happy. We were not happy that this motherfucker beat the most qualified candidate that's ever run for president in probably the history of the fucking United States of America. And that's what we did as women. We wore pussy hats and we said, fuck Trump. But at the end of the day, we didn't storm a capital. We didn't act like assholes. We didn't wipe shit on walls. We didn't throw our tampons at people. Like this was not, that's not what happened. And it's just so fucking in, infuriating to think that like, okay, you think that we're the left, that we're so unruly, mm-hmm. but you motherfuckers wanted to hang Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, the fucking hypocrisy like it's just it's insane their their hypocrisy well and i know some people are saying like it's a it's a very steep sentence for breaking a a window and like storming the capitol but you need to understand the enhancement of that charge which is equal to an act of terrorism right like it's not just you didn't break your neighbor's window you know, it wasn't, you didn't break a storefront window and jump in and, and steal some beer or some food. Like you were breaking windows to our United States Capitol that houses the entire leadership of our, our body politic. Like that, that's terrorism. That's the enhancement on his counts, which is why he's serving so much time. And I think there's a disconnect between that because you see like, oh, he broke a window. Who fucking cares? It's the intent behind it. Right. right? Like. It's the intent. If you shoot into a crowd of people with the intent to kill someone and happen to not hit anyone, should you not be charged? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's your intent. So fuck these guys. Like honest to God, fuck them. I 
I think it would be it would be really interesting to hear how they talk about Trump now. Now right. that the scales have kind of fallen away from their eyes and, you know, they're going to be actually serving hard time and it's no longer sing, sitting in a, a basement or someone's garage planning a coup. But will they? Yeah. You know, oh, like, you mean the scales God. fall from their eyes? Yeah. Will the scales fall? Like, it's like, look at all the fucking Charles Manson women. Like, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. so, it's so, I don't know, that whole that's what we should talk about one time is just like cult shit like do a deep dive into cults and like what what is the science behind it like what happens when you are you know like, like we watched that did you watch that nexium program yeah um, um yeah like that one it was like so insane to see these super smart motherfucking people just like flock to this douchebag who literally knew nothing (laughs) it's just so interesting and what where do you have to be in your own mental state to like get to that point like how far away from reality are you really or do you are you seeking something so badly that you literally glom on to like the first thing that's like makes sense to you you know and it's just so interesting well there's like tenants to psychopathy right that like at, at our very core, humans are social creatures, right? And our sense, our need to belong to a tribe. And when I say tribe, I mean like a group of people that share cultural interest and beliefs, um, and the need to feel like you belong and unjudged is so tethered to what we will put up blinders for. Because our, our our desire to be interactive and social and accepted is greater than almost anything else that exists in us and our tenants. So it's easy to see. I know we we can sit there and we can look at like Jim Jones and Nexium and stuff and be like, how the fuck do people right. fall for that? Right. But we'll drop thousands of dollars every time Taylor Swift releases something. Oh my god, right? Like fucking <laughs> tickets to a concert. I've already seen three times in right. the movie theater. <laughs> right. No one, yeah. No and no one's going to talk you out of it. Yep, now that's a line. very innocent like example of but, but she's it, kind of a cult leader. But I it's mean, a it's a cultural phenomenon too, right? right. Like when, you, when you watch people talk about it on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, they're talking about that they're going there short sure, to see Taylor absolutely, but it's because they feel like they belong with those Swifties. Right. There's a social connection. You you right. hear it said over and over again. They felt safe. They felt welcomed. Everyone right. singing the same songs and chanting the same lines, and that's how people fall into cults. I mean, let's hope Taylor never uses her powers for evil, because I'm pretty sure she could stage an inter- insurrection if she wanted to. One hundred percent. I'd put her anywhere. Fucking white women with their really, lattes I mean, and scarves ma- marching right? into the void. Red you know? scarves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally like. I think to myself. Because I've thought about that, like, so I went to see a Fall Out Boy concert a while ago, right before I came to California. And the band that opened for them, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, I was like, they're like a screamo band. You know what? I'm like, man, I'm not going to enjoy this. And the guy came, I mean, I like some of their songs, but I'm like, man, I don't want to hear it. The guy comes on, the lead singer, I don't even know his name. And he had like a cult leader, his shirt, his tank top said cult leader. And I was like, this motherfucker, like, who the fuck does he think he is? After seeing him perform and the way these people flocked to him, I was like, oh, he's a cult leader. Like, <laughs> like, 
literally, I was like, okay, I get it. Like this guy can control this, can control the crowd with like little to no effort. Like it was really intense. But I'm like that whole thing. Like I think like Taylor, right? Like she does have a lot of control. Like there was a TikTok I saw where she's like, Taylor could be like, I'm releasing a special edition in 1989. And it's going to have just three tracks of me eating soup on it. (laughs) And I'm going to fart on a million copies. And they go on sale for 10 seconds tomorrow. Good luck. (laughs) And she's like, and I would buy it. And I don't even have a a record player. (laughs) Like, exactly. Because it's like, it's this, you do, you get this like strong. And like, maybe because Trump was a celebrity before he was a politician, right? Like, it is that celebrity i mean i'm fucking obsessed with celebrities too i mean let's talk about it if we want to but we already have so i guess i get it but i just wonder how far you have to be in to like follow that person no matter what certain trust that's established accidentally when you when someone is in your living room on your television like there's a there's a trust that's formed with them because you think you know that person, you know their character, you know who they play. And because you get like, you get this, what you believe to be an intimate view of their psyche, you think you know how they react to things. You think you right. know if they're a good person. Like there's all these things that happen in the in the course of forming a relationship. And I don't know that our brains know. So intellectually, we all know that these people are characters on TV and that's not who they really are. And like, some of them do very, very, very bad things. And some of them are awful people. And those aren't the characters they play. I don't know if our gut reactions know that though, because we have so many feelings and emotions and like we've identified with so many aspects of the character that they play. I think it's very easy to be duped by some of these celebrities that play some of these characters that people like. And that, I mean, Trump wasn't a drama actor. He didn't like, he didn't show that vulnerability. What he exuded in those in the apprentice was strength, organizational mm-hmm. capability and business acumen, which is just categorically not who he is as a person. Right. But when people watched him for 10 seasons, it didn't matter to them if it was scripted or not, because reality TV fucks with us, right? Like you yeah. think they make it just real enough that you think it's real, even though he probably showed up on set for five minutes a day to say you're right. fired and everybody else was doing all of the things. I've never actually watched right, that exactly. apprentice, so I don't know. But that's why they're willing to ignore the, you know, they were stealing money from a, a fake children's cancer charity. Like what? Right. The fact like, that that's not okay. Grabbing women by the genitals. What? Like they ignore yeah. all these things because they think they know him. And it's so funny because you know that if the roles were reversed and it was someone else saying that, they would they would be out outraged by it and that's where it's so like how is it okay for this person that you know but it's not okay for someone else like and it's not okay for anybody okay but like but like why is it okay for him because you've seen him fire people on tv well because the right has really they've done one thing exceptionally well and they've really harnessed the power of anger and it's easier to make people angry and to keep them angry than to make them feel empathy. Like it's easier to get people riled up and to like blow things off because when you're angry, you close your mind off from hearing other opinions. When you're in a space of empathy and trying to learn, 
you have to listen to some hard truths, even if they're reflective of, of you. Believe me, mm-hmm. I spent enough time on, on black TikTok to, I don't ever want to say like, I feel guilty for being a white woman. Cause like, I can't help the fact that I'm a fucking white woman. Like that's right. just how the cards panned out. But sometimes I'm like, Jesus, we just, we have a history of being fucking awful. <laughs> like, right? just that's a awful. hard thing to, yeah, that's a hard thing yeah. to swallow. So it's easier to stay angry than to try and open yourself up to like hear another version of yourself because it's easy to say, well, that wasn't me. Like I didn't have any part of that. Like I had nothing to do with, you know, not all white all- people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not all white people. Right. Like right. it's so that knee jerk reaction is so easy or it's also right. easy to be like, well, I had it hard too. Instead of being like, two things can be true. You could have right. had it hard and none of it could have had to do with the color of your skin. Right. Like, that just compounds the the inaccessibility like tremendously. So yeah, I get it. Also, so I I try to keep like this part of like the sliver of me that tries to keep like an open mind for right wing people because I do think I I do think that it's just brainwashing at its finest. But then the, there's the part of me that's like, also you're just fucking intellectually lazy. Yeah, you're just lazy because we have the fucking library of Alexandria at our fingertips and you choose to ignore it. You choose to. Mm -hmm. So you're Mm -hmm. making a conscious effort to continue to hate people instead of trying to see the opposite side. Yeah. It's so sad. It's just sad. And it it's so it just it just angers me because like I'm going to go back to it, the hypocrisy of it all. You know, they're they're claiming that we're brainwashing their kids. Like, no. <laughs> How is teaching facts brainwashed? Like it just well, it's because, so because they become very, so very accustomed to because they've been given this permission structure by by the hyped up right wing media, right? right? That like yes, this that permission okay. structure exists that they can blatantly ignore facts because they give them an alternate universe that they can they can exist in. So if they can right. exist in that alternate universe where they're the ones who are persecuted, where they're the ones who are right, where they're the ones who are just trying to protect everybody, that's easier than having to confront the realities of things that sometimes we're wrong. And sometimes we hurt people and we don't mean to. Right. Sometimes we hurt people and we mean to. Like right. all, humans are fucking complicated creatures. Like, but with that permission structure, it also gives them the permission to ignore what they're doing and what they're culpable in. And I don't know... If even if as a Democrat I lost every single argument verbally that I was ever in, it still would be worth it to not be as close-minded as them. Yeah. Like I wouldn't care if I just got berated up and down, left and right. I still I, I would still rather have empathy for people right. and still try to help those that don't have as much as me than wall off our borders and fucking throw women in jail. Like right. let's talk about um DeSantis's response to the hurricane in Florida. I don't know anything which about part? it. So I was hoping you would. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, which part? Um so I want to just do a little bit, a little bit of like what's happened since um Ian last year. So Ian came through and demolished a lot of Florida. I mean, it literally went right across the state. Now, did it um, hit like uh, the southern tip, or did it come up through the so Gulf? I don't remember. Up, Sorry. It came up into the Gulf. It was actually supposed to hit Tampa, and it 
it oh, wobbled yeah. and it hit Fort Myers and which demolished. is north of you, right? No, just south of us. South of Tampa. Yeah, okay. and it's and it just demolished Fort Myers. Like if that if Ian would have hit Tampa, St. Pete would be gone. St. Pete, Clearwater, Treasure Island, they would have just been demolished. But it hit Fort Myers and it was demolished. And it, they're still re- rebuilding and they still haven't gotten some of their insurance money. People are still living out of, you know, their cars, their hotels. Oh, their, wow. It is fucking ridiculous. Ron DeSantis has not done fuck all for these people. He has done no, nothing. He's worried he about is... fucking women getting abortions exactly. and trans kids. Exactly. So that's where we're at right before Adalia is on its way to us. And we knew it wasn't going to hit Tampa. Like I knew it wasn't going to hit. I mean, I was pretty, I was 90%, like 10% filled with anxiety. But the rest, I was like, you know, I think we're going to be okay. That's not normally me. Um, but it just was on a track. I was like, okay, cool. I knew it was going to hit, you know, the panhandle that sucks. The panhandle gets walloped all the time. It's sad. Um, but it's not very built up there either for that very reason. Like it just gets hit by hurricanes all the time. So not that many people live there. Um, it, uh, of course we're worried a little bit, you know, we're listening. DeSantis finally calls the state of emergency for Florida. He finally is like making uh, appearances in communities in Florida instead of, you know, trying to be the president or trying to become the next president. Like everything he did, he was supposed to do. And people are, are fucking praising him. Like, thank you so much, DeSantis. Like, Okay, you guys, he's still our governor, unfortunately. Like, you should not praise someone for doing their fucking job. The end. The bare minimum. The bare fucking minimum. And he still hasn't helped people that got hit by a hurricane last year. What the fuck? You you weren't pissed off about that. He's using his $60 million of Florida um, taxpayer money to fly him all around the fucking country. So, fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck that piece of shit. I can't even fucking believe the people are praising him for doing his fucking job. It's the same thing with like, you know what? I'm not praising Joe Biden for doing his job. Sure. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the president. He's supposed to be doing that fucking job. When he does something good, am I happy about it? Great. But I'm not going, oh, thank you so much, Mr. Biden. Like, no, th- thanks. Thanks for doing what I voted you to fucking do. Right. Like, oh God, it's just so infuriating how people in Florida are so fucking dumb that they accept that. They think that that's, that's great. I actually don't think that that's what it is. I I heard this interesting thing the other day and I don't remember if it was on a podcast or a TikTok. I don't remember, but this guy was talking and um, he said that one of his, his female friends asked, what's the equivalent to like for a guy, for a girl getting flowers, right? Like what's the equivalent to that for a guy? And he said he thought about it and he had a realization that that's actually an incredibly sexist question because not because of the flowers, like the flowers are secondary, but the bar is so low for men that they can do something cheap and insignificant and it will be praised for weeks. And the, the woman Mm -hmm. will call her friends about it and be happy with him and be like, Oh my God, you just thought of me. But if you, if you try to equate that to something a woman can do for a man in most relationships, they're already doing all of those things every day to show that they care about them, you know, making mm-hmm. lunch for them or whatever, or 
making dinner or watching the TV show he wants to watch or learning about like all these little insignificant things that cost virtually nothing. So the bar is higher for women for a guy to feel appreciated because the rest of it's baked in. And it made me yeah. think of Republicans. The bar is so low. Yeah. So fucking low for it to be like, oh my God, thank you for acknowledging that we exist and pulling your attention away from your culture wars and doing your job in Florida. Honestly. Because yes. listen, I don't like Ron DeSantis, but I want him to take care of you guys. Like that's yeah, that would be great. Right. That would be great. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> it, it made me think of it though. And I was like, that's the problem. That's why they get so much, these Republicans get You're so right. much praise and people are so hard on the left because the bar is not as low. Yeah. We expect you to be out there fucking fighting. We expect you to be trying to get yeah. rent control in place. We expect you to be fighting for wages. Like it's like a man versus a, a woman for yeah. expectations. We expect yeah. Democrats to be fighting for the people all of the time, all of the time. And Republicans, right. one thing will will boost their, their like, ratings oh, for, for thank months. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so, it's like, um, what was I going to say? Shit. I just had it and it was, it was decent, but now I can't remember it, but it was about that. Like just the fact that like he literally, oh, we literally, okay. I got it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everybody. A fun journey with with me. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and no blinkers and no brake lights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, like in the state of Florida's constitution, like when the governor runs for president, he technically is supposed to resign. And then, you know, then we're supposed to get Has a new governor. Happened? But he, no, because he wrote it into our, he like basically vetoed it. He's like, uh, nah. Yeah. So, but that's the reason because you should be focusing on your campaign to run for president. Go. Focus. Holy, Give yeah. us a new fucking governor who's not going to be focused on that because ultimately we we voted you in and are paying you to do this job and you're not. You're not doing it and we should be allowed to fire your ass. But you said no. Like I just what? It just makes It's just wild so to me that he's even allowed to like rewrite like laws that pertain but to him. That he's allowed to breathe. Okay. Well, not that like the super majority yeah. in Florida wouldn't go along with whatever he wanted anyway, but it's it, checks it, and balances. So, well, and it's like if you look at like the way that everything was structured in the voting districts, how it was structured like, you know, four years ago, it's so different, right? Like, or six years ago, it's so different now because he's re he's gerrymandered and redistrict everything. So like, he does win now because there's no way around it. Like, and it's so fucking infuriating because what the fuck? Why? Why? Oh God. He's Ooh. dangerous, dude. I've, He's so I've dangerous. been telling you that from the fucking, from the beginning, from the beginning. I've never he only does like that. a shit personality of a, of a human. Oh my like, God. He's, such a fucking, would you call him a pod person? Like he's <laughs> literally, like when he's smiling and he was like grinding his teeth, I was like, bro, just did so much coke. Like he is coming down. Like he is a, that is a coke head right there. That is like pure coke. Oh, God. he actually reminds me of like the most annoying guy at a frat party. Just, he He's just annoyed by every person there because he thinks he's smarter than then everyone else, oh, sorry. I just muted Aaron instead of me. 
because <laughs> he thinks he's smarter than everyone else in the room. Like you, you, you don't get to be president when you don't, when you don't even like people. Right. Like, it's, it's wild. Right. It's freaking wild. Oh. But I was, I was much more worried about DeSantis leading up to watching him have to like start campaigning and right, being in the yeah. presidential debate. And then I was like, Oh, he's not like a person. Yeah. He's like not. his views he- and his like laser sharp focus to dismantling anything slightly democratic about Florida very right. much concern me. And like his looks, because he very much looks the part, right? Right. And he's right. got like the And right he's younger. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. I was very concerned about him. And now that I, I watch him talk, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, like no. Yeah, just, we should be more worried about Vivek. Vivek uh, Ramaswamy than than him. That guy. He is what is going wild. on with him? Wild. I've never I mean, it's so it's so interesting to me how misogynistic these Republican men are. Even even what's her face, the chick. She's, like she's even she's not even a feminist. Like I'm like No, she's not a feminist. But I'll tell you what, she's the only one that like if I had to pick one of them to run, I would pick Nikki. Gun to my head. Yeah, gun to my head, Nikki Haley. One hundred percent. Yeah. Even though when they were all like uh if if you had to vote for president trump you, it, it, all their hands raised well, that's just for, like, such a that, that's pandering Christy, to their I'm face like, i'm like oh my god jesus christ she's the only one with a coherent thought of all of them though like yeah yeah I and i she, like her she's thought, the only one I'm, i wouldn't be worried about pushing the nuclear button right i agree and i don't trust her on abortion rights no i don't but either. i at least was happy to hear that she knows that most of the country doesn't want, mm-hmm. d- does want abortion rights, you know, that most of the country wants them. Like, so she's like, you but know. But isn't that, isn't that governing like at its core, your viewpoints, your opinions, your need for whatever don't matter. Oh my God. You should right? be yes. representing the people <laughs> that you, that elected you to represent you. Right. Like you can like, feel any, like, I think, and I'm not, listen, everyone on here knows I'm not one to like fucking pat Joe Biden on the back and ever give an opportunity. Right. He's got his flaws, but he has said he doesn't personally believe in it, but that's not his decision to make. Like mm-hmm. women should be able to choose. And I to think choose. that's exactly right. right. You don't right. get to decide for every woman in America what they should do with their bodies. You can be personally against it, mm-hmm. but you don't get to vote against our rights. I'm right. personally against excessive drug use that ruins people's lives. Right. I don't care about pot. But I don't think it should okay, be criminalized. Thank <laughs> Thanks. I was like, I don't I think we're I think we're in a losing battle with criminalizing drugs in general because I think we go round and round and round in this like spiral of poverty and um dismantling of the social fabric when we already take someone who's clearly struggling who's like that addicted to something and then on top of it find them and put them in jail. Like I don't think that's helpful either. So I don't want to see them with six felony counts because they once had a sickness, but like, I wouldn't personally be using heroin. You know what I mean? Yes. But I don't want to see them rot in jail forever either. Right. I also think fucking prostitution should be legalized. Agreed. I agree. I'm going to be starting on that. I know. Maybe we should. We got some time. <laughs> I, I think it should be legalized. I think. It's, I feel like it, if you stand for women's right to choose for when it comes to reproductive access, women get to choose how and when they have sex with men. And that includes exchanging sex 
or whatever they deem worthy for goods, for money or in-kind services or whatever. Like, who am I to tell a woman that that's not the line of work she should be in? That Or, or a man. I know there's male male sex workers also like that's not up to me right it's not the type of life i would choose because of my own beliefs of the world i grew up in but i don't i don't want to take that from them like right if you want to exchange (laughs) sex for money who the fuck am i to tell you that you shouldn't right i agree and I feel the same there's way. a lot of people that already exchange sex for money that are just pretending to be in relationships. You call them right. gold diggers or sugar daddies right. or whatever, but it's right. the same thing. Right. Like I, I feel, I mean, even though I think it's disgusting and the fact that the men are there drooling and slobbering all over themselves. See, I don't, but like a strip club, I'm like, do it girl grind so, on that pole like you do whatever you want to do because it's your own body and you're allowed to do what you want but i don't like that men sit there and be gross about it but mm. i don't i don't feel that way so let, let's take a step back for a second okay if that is something you enjoy and you are going into it with honest intentions if you walk into that room with a sex worker and you say i would like to have sex with you and i'm willing to give you what you're asking for I don't think there's anything wrong with that from a male perspective. It, they're not hunting them down. They're not following them. They're not catcalling them. They're oh, not no. doing any of these things. <clears throat> I like, don't mind that. Honest intentions to trade goods and services for cash. No, I don't mind that. I'm talking about like when you go into, I've never been to a strip club. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> but what I have heard is that some men are disgusting about it and no, do stop, get right? end up getting thrown out and shit like that. That, But if some you go in disgusting. there and you're watching a strip show, I don't. That to me is fine. But like, all of that also I'm talking strippers the line and don't sex be disrespectful. Workers. You right. don't, don't be disrespectful. You don't right. get to rape a sex worker. Right. You don't get to make them feel uncomfortable, which is why it needs to be made legal so that they have those protections and a way to seek justice if those boundaries are violated. Right. Right. It, because while ultimately legal, if something well, and like if something were to happen, yeah, because it's it is illegal. Like I was raped. Because, but you were there to have sex with him, but <laughs> right. Like also, you know, and that sucks because you're right. Like it's, it, it, it does become this like slippery slope where you're like, what the fuck? But there's so much misogyny tied up in that too, because people have a knee jerk <laughs> reaction to be like, but you're a sex worker. Like, of course you were like, what do you mean? Right. You can't be raped kind of thing. Right. And but first of all, how be. dare you? Right. Because that's the same mindset of like in the 1950s where they said that there was no such thing as marital sex, that if you were married to a man, he could have sex with you whenever and however right. he wanted to. It's the same thing. But right. also we impose the same type of restrictions on our military, on our police. Like if you're given an unlawful order, you don't have to follow it. If my city manager comes to me and tells me, I want you to take those 12 kids in preschool and, and put them in the closet for eight hours and lock them up and not give them food or water, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. That's a clear, she would never, I'm not saying that. I'm just giving like, why is it that you can make that clear delineation for all your other jobs? But when it comes to sex work, it's immediately, well, they were asking for it. That's their job. You know what I mean? Because we have this stigma around Mm -hmm. it. And if it was made legal, 
you could wipe that away and say, no, they get to choose who, how, when, and why they have sex with someone. They get to set their prices. It's a market system. And if they want to say no, they can fucking say no. If they want to say you've gone too far, I want to stop now. Like how, how is that any different from any other job? Absolutely. It's fucking ridiculous that it's, that it's not legal for that very reason. And you're absolutely right. And the misogyny tied up in it to say like, they don't get to say no. Yes, they do. Yes, they fucking do. Yeah, they, they get to say whatever to the out. fuck they want. Yeah, right. They get to pick when. So, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in legalizing sex work. Like, let's do it. Let's run let's for president. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Last uh, political topic: Mitch okay. McConnell. Oh my god! I'm going to say this right now. Do it. I don't. Okay, like. Obviously, he is an awful human. I feel very bad for this man that that he has not that his handlers have not taken care of this because something is wrong. I don't know what it is. It's clearly stroke related. I'm just saying it's got to be or Alzheimer's or something. Something's going on. Yeah, he needs to be him. And let's be fair, him and Diane Feinstein, they gotta go. Yeah, gotta go. This isn't particular to the right. Like, <laughs> right. If you can't perform your duties, you can't do your job. You gotta get out of here. Right. I, I so Gail and I were talking. Right. Like Gail and I were talking about it, and I, I personally, I think it's because one, I feel like to a certain extent. Like, especially Mitch, Mitch McConnell. I really don't Mitch know. McConnell. Like, Diane, well, Mitch McConnell. You always I don't have really to know. say, like, you have a dick in your mouth. Yeah, right. Like, I, I don't know what that feels like or sounds like. So. Well, you know, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I don't know, like, what, like, politically, like, I don't know who's in whose pockets, right? But I always think, like, at this point, it's like a puppet, right? Like, it's. It's so much money. It's an addiction to power. It's an addiction to money. It's all of these things. And Mitch doesn't want to step down because that means that's the end of the money. Then his, his people feeding him the money don't want him to step down because that's the end of the, the political shit that he shit storm that he creates. So it's like, it, it becomes this like fucking snowball and you know, Gail's like, well, why don't they just understand that they, they can't make these decisions? I'm like, they don't care because they're addicted. It's the same way. Like you put a pile of Coke in front of a Coke addict, Ron DeSantis, he's going to sniff it all and then grind his teeth afterward. This is called addiction and they're addicted to power and money. And that's what I really truly think it is. And I feel the same way about Diane. Like, honey, you look bad. You look real bad. You but I feel bad for their there. family. I don't like Mitch, obviously. I don't like Mitch McConnell either. Right. But he's also someone's husband and grandfather. Right. And like, absolutely. Just Nancy Pelosi went out at a good time. She was like, this has become too much. I'm right. retiring. I'm out. R- Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I love her. I will always. And I know what you're going to say. She should have retired. I agree. She should have retired. Yeah. So there's this. I mean, but that's a whole different like Supreme Court discussion about like term limits and stuff. But this is just indicative of we need term limits. We need cognitive Mm -hmm. tests. So I don't understand in the military and in police services, 
you have to take a test, a physical standards test every year, every six months in some instances, to prove that you are physically ready to perform the duties that the United States taxpayers are paying you to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know that the restrictions are as as strict in police services because they're dictated by like local municipalities, but in the military, you have to take a, a PT test, a physical readiness test, the PRT physical readiness test. And if you can't complete the physical readiness standard right. to the limits that are set for you, you are put on mandatory uh, physical fitness. Like you have to get up in the morning at five 30, you have to go run, you have to go work out. You have to try and meet that goal that they have deemed is the bare minimum to cross to be able to stay in the military. And if you can't meet it, they kick you out. Why do we not have the same time? And I'm not talking about going and running three miles or whatever. I'm talking about why don't we have cognitive, cognitive awareness tests? Why don't we have congressional uh, or constitutional understanding tests? And maybe not the first year, like people run for Congress and they get in and they're a bunch of fucking derp derps. But by right. your first term, you should know the fucking constitution. Right, like, or have a broad like, understanding about it, so that you know like you the laws to... that you're voting for, and you know the implications yeah. that they will have. And I mean that across the board, from right. AOC to fucking Mitch McConnell, all of them—Republicans, Democrats, Independents—they should all have to pass these cognitive reasoning tests. And I, and I, I truly believe that if you are over the age of seventy-five you should not be able to serve in office. And that's not just because of cognitive reasoning or, or old age. It's because you are making and deciding rules and regulations and laws that are going to impact generations of people that you will not be around to see. Mm -hmm. Just won't. All yeah. of these climate change bills that you refuse to sign, you refuse to even bring up to discussion, you refuse to bring to debate, none of it's going to impact you anyway. You're going to be gone. And right. the only people you are hurting are the people who are still in second grade, third grade, who I trust more people who are serving in Congress that currently have children or mm -hmm. that are involved in their actual local communities that aren't so far removed in Washington, never leaving, that they actually understand the impacts of climate change and social unrest and economic downturn than these fucking people who have been there for one million years that are still taking. Do you know there's still big tobacco? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Make money from tobacco companies. Which is so mind boggling to me. Now, listen, I vape, okay? But I know it's bad. For, like, I'm under right. no illusions. Like, yeah. for not lost on me. I get it, okay? Yeah. I'm you on. Understood. I, I've gone yeah. from 5% nicotine to now I'm down to 2%, and I only water vape. I don't do oil. But, like, and eventually my intention is to get down to 0.5 and then be off, okay? But it's not because I don't know. I would. I wouldn't take money from them to turn kids <laughs> onto it. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> if any tobacco companies are listening, we're not going to have you sponsor us. God, leave it's us alone. Wild. It's just yeah. wild. It's wild. So, yeah, you know, Mitch if, McConnell needs cognitive reasoning tests. They all do. It, well, it's like it's like you get to a certain age and you even have to take a driving test again. Like, like, if you can't drive a car, you shouldn't be running our fucking country. Like, totally. what the fuck? And like, choosing not to I drive and not being capable of it are two very different right, things. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I would 100% jump in a car with Joe Biden, but I would probably, if in a pinch, let him drive. Well, here's an example. Michelle Obama had said, she was on the Ellen show. 
she said she hadn't driven a car in like 12 years because of who her husband was. Right. I wouldn't necessarily get in a car with her. But could she absolutely pass a cognitive reasoning test and fucking argue someone under the ground when it came to women's rights and and feminists? Absolutely. Right. So I don't know. I'm sad for his family, but he needs to fucking go. They all do. Get out out of here, brother. If they can't pass, they gotta go. And I think they should be taking it. I'm not sure Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert would pass a cognitive reasoning test. No, I agree. That's why I think it's so funny when she was like, Mitch McConnell needs to be, needs to get out. Like she said something about he needs to get out of here. I'm like, mother, or he's not fit to serve any longer. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if you're fit to serve, motherfucker. You need to sit down. Do I agree? Sort of. Yeah, but shut up. What are you obsessed with this week? Um, so I watched, look at um, us just cruising through topics. Look at my I know, shit. Right? This is amazing. Oh you know my what God. this tells me? We're not the problem. It's a, no, it's not the problem. We're not the problem. We're not the problem. We're not. I mean, also, I'm not drunk. <laughs> there but, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Satina. Yeah. Um, so I think the one thing that I've been like the most obsessed with is I watched the show Hijack. Oh, was that um, good? I keep seeing it. Yes. And I just don't. So I was really skeptical about it because yeah. I was like, mm, do I really want to watch a queen get hijacked? Yeah, um, right? It's but, very like, I don't need right, all that stress in my life. I think it's seven episodes. So I was like, that's a long time for like a plane to be hijacked. Like what's happening? And to be like that anxious the entire time. But I started it and I really liked it. And it's got like this whole backstory of like what the hijackers are doing and what they're what their mission is and every it's actually very good and Idris Alba is just such a great actor he's so beautiful and everybody actually everybody in the show is a very very good actor and even the people on the plane and it's it's you know how sometimes you're like a movie and it's a it's on a plane you can tell it's a set it's yeah. a movie set like this feels like an actual plane like it's small mm. The, the aisles are close together. Like it feels like an actual airplane, which I thought was really kind of like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah. I've been, I was like super obsessed with that. I cruised through that. I started watching the summer. I turned pretty. I got through the first season. It's very started, straight. I don't know if I can. so straight. It's, but Taylor's it's, in it and she's our cult leader. So. Right. So maybe, maybe <laughs> I'm straight. Not in it. Um, not in it. Yeah, Her music's in it. In it but should. yeah. No, but it's, it was, it was good. It was cheesy. And there's like a cancer storyline that I didn't know about that really threw me for a loop. But then I started the second season and I'm just not liking it as much. So I'm kind of having some issues. The next thing I'm obsessed with, sorry, Heidi Blickenstaff (laughs) is leaving the national tour of Jagged Little Pill. And I'm so sad because I was really hoping I'd get to see her in Orlando, but I won't. So I'm very sad about that. But I might try to decide if I should buy a ticket to the last show and go to Houston. I don't know. YOLO, right? Listeners. No. Message Jackie and tell them if the, if you think I should go or not. No. YOLO. I could meet her. I could get my picture taken with her. I think I should do it. I need an answer by Sunday. You're going to get so many inboxes tomorrow, Jackie. <laughs> Let me know what the... They what don't the know your, like, obsession with this woman. <laughs> We talk about her this for the last like month. Okay, you guys, I'm super obsessed. Period. 
that's all you need to know. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I love her so much. Like, I'd literally take a bullet for her. There's so many people I, you take a bullet for. Well, she's at the top of my list right now. Kate Winslet, Taylor Swift, no, well, Machine. Yeah. I don't know about Kate anymore. I haven't seen her. I don't, she doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's bad. I really, I, I know, at least I know I'm obsessed and I know it's a problem. Like I'm not like a weirdo about it. I mean, I am a weirdo about it. I'm going to stop talking. Jackie, what are you obsessed with? Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sweating. <laughs> gosh, we're heading into our, we have one, um, our end of the summer uh, festival is happening next week. So work has been kind of crazy. Our event, it draws, it's not as big as our St. Pat's event, but it draws about 50,000 people. So, um, it's been, it's just been busy. Like it's not, not fun. It's fun. This is what I do for a living, right? Like this is throwing huge festivals and events is exciting and, and I like doing it and, um, I enjoy it. I, our community is very involved. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. There's only so much prep work you can do leading up to it. And then there's so much you have to get done like the last two weeks before it. Like, so no matter how ready you are before that, there's just, it, it's intense. Um, but I am excited about it. It's going to be cool. The other thing that I am obsessed with, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched anything, but um, I don't know. I can't remember if I put this on the, um, I'm obsessed with last time or not, or if we talked about it afterwards, but I was diagnosed with severe sleep apnea, like severe, severe to the point where my doctor was like, I don't know how you haven't had a stroke yet because I stopped breathing about 35 times a night, uh, for more than 45 seconds each time. So Jesus Christ, I was at like severe <laughs> risk for, um, con- uh, heart failure, congestive heart failure, heart disease, like uh, strokes, like all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I got diagnosed. And when I was talking to the doctor about it, and the reason I'm telling you guys all this is to try and normalize it a little bit because it's often overlooked in women, um, not so much men. But um, she asked me, like, I, I was telling her that I had like pretty bad brain fog sometimes. And like, I blank on certain vocabulary words and stuff that I use in my normal vernacular to like have conversations. I've been blanking on and that like, I'm, I'm so tired all of the time that like I commute about an hour. Listen, I only work 22 miles from where I live, but traffic, it takes me about an hour and hour and 15 minutes that some days I would get so tired from driving. Like if I didn't call someone to stay awake, like I would feel myself falling asleep at the wheel, which is also incredibly dangerous. And I didn't understand what was happening. I chalked it up to just getting older and I was telling my doctor all this and she was like, you're, you're fucking, you're 42 though. You're not, you're not right. Like you're not like a hundred not, you're not Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought, I mean, I've never been this age before. I didn't, I didn't understand it. So, um, I've been using the CPAP machine now for about two weeks. And let me tell you guys, I feel so fucking good in the morning. I was just going to say, is it like night and day? I don't have brain fog anymore. I was waking up every single morning with a headache so bad I felt hungover. Um, even if, even when I wasn't drinking, I was, I was drinking plenty of water, like all this stuff. I wake up now at five 15 to take the dog for a walk. I wake right up. I, I take him out. I'm not groggy. I'm not grumpy. I'm not tired. Um, my like intrinsic vocabulary is coming back. Like I'm able to carry on conversations without having complete like blank spots. And like, what am I trying to say kind of things? 
the issues of like walking into a room and not remembering what I went in there for gone. Like I feel smarter. I feel better. I feel I have more energy. It's been a total game changer. Now I will be honest with you. Getting used to the mask was not easy. And they gave me two to try. They gave me one that just goes over the nose and one that goes over the whole mouth. I cannot use the one that goes over the whole mouth. I ended up bruising my nose. I, I, I fall asleep on my back and I end up on my side. And with the full face one, I was bruising the bridge of my nose, but I wanted to try it because it made me nervous. I know at some point I'm going to have like a head cold or a sinus infection or whatever. And if I couldn't breathe through my nose, how was I still going to be able to like get the benefits of this? But it's just not, it's just not worth it because the nose one, when I wore the, the full face one, I woke up probably 30 times that night, adjusting it, moving around. Like I just did not sleep well, but this nose one, you guys get fucking air pumped into your, your body <laughs> sleep. I feel fantastic. Like That's literally amazing. fantastic. That's so yeah. amazing. I, I think I, I told you, I was like, it's night and day. I knew you were going to feel so much better. Oh my God. I feel amazing. I feel so much better. And like, it, they've come so far. They're not like our grandpa's CPAP machines anymore, right? right? Like, where it's, it's like Darth box. Vader. It's like half the size of a shoebox, probably. And I can wake up every morning and see how many times I stopped breathing, how long it lasted for. Like, and they're smart machines now, too, right? So, like, because I do end up on my side, if it kind of slips off my face, it pumps a ton more into me to make up for it. And then if I roll back over, it slows down a little bit. So, you, I went from stopping breathing 35 times a night to now less than one a night and they last for six seconds. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm telling you. So if you I'm have any so, of those symptoms, I'm so happy for you. If I you have these headaches, like... if you wake up with these headaches, if you wake up groggy, if you're like having trouble, I'm to the point now where like, I used to have to drink caffeine at 3 PM. I don't have to anymore. Like if you have any of those things, go get checked. Like, cause now even the sleep systems, it's a watch you wear and you put a thing on your finger. You're not spending the night somewhere. You're not doing a sleep study. Like you're not doing any of that stuff. So I'm just saying it, even if you don't snore, snoring is not indicative of sleep apnea, especially in women, not all women who have sleep apnea snore. So it's just a matter of stopping. And the snoring is your body reacting to try and suck in as much as much oxygen as possible to rejuvenate your body. So if you're waking up feeling groggy, even when you've slept for like seven or eight hours, if you're blanking, having real bad brain fog, if you feel super irritable, like all of these things, if you have those, ask to get a sleep test. Just ask because you never know. It doesn't hurt anything. And I'm telling you, it feels night and fucking day I feel amazing compared yeah. to what it was three weeks ago that's exciting so that's it I mean I feel I, I I know it sounds stupid but it's probably like you kind of have your life back I didn't even know like, it was gone I just right. I legitimately thought I was just getting older and it turns out and no. you're like this fucking sucks Fuck super sucks adult. yeah Fuck being 40 mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's oh, not God. it at all and if that's not enough a reason reason for you to do it, if you have sleep apnea, you are more likely to gain and retain weight. 
because your body is storing the calories because it's always exhausted and you don't have the energy to burn them and you don't have the focus to like eat correctly. Like there's all of these things that play into it. So even if you don't care about like your vocabulary and all this other stuff, do it if you feel like you've gained weight for no reason. That's it for That's us, awesome. this week, guys. Look at us cruising through like eight. Cruising times, through. Woo, We're the woo, fucking woo. all-star team is all I'm going to say. I mean, honestly, we really are. And I feel like this is a really good episode. Like we talked about a lot of great yeah. shit. We, I mean, do we even need the rest of them? Look at us. What's that That Paul Rudd? <laughs> He's like, did you think we would be here? Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> uh, have the best weekend available to you. And we will catch you guys next week. Hey, enjoy your three-day weekend If yes. for all those who celebrate Labor Day. Yes, absolutely. Happy weekend. Bye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.